0: Today on the Real Life Girl, we are sharing tips on how to boost your confidence. What is up y'all? Welcome back to the Real Life Girl. I'm your host Bianca, and it's a confusing episode today. Um my podcast streaming platform, which is Anchor, recently turned into Spotify for Podcasters, so now I mean, I'm listening to my voice and it's never sounded so clear. So now I'm like navigating new buttons and it's a whole new application. So I'm trying to like, y'all, it's swimming in hummus. That's what it feels like. But if this episode is out, then it that means everything went well. So I guess victory on my part. Today, I'm sharing my tips on how to boost your confidence. And this is something that's especially important for women. I know men also have egos and confidence as well, but I think women value confidence more. I think we search for it a lot more in ourselves and others. And at some points I even found myself wanting to be validated by other people, which is a very dangerous game to play. So, I realized the ball was in my court to like make myself feel confident because it's nobody else's responsibility to make me feel good, to make me feel good about myself or to love myself. It's literally all up to me. So I took it upon my own hands, and these are five to six tips that I have that really helped me during times that I didn't really feel too confident or I didn't really feel too great about myself. Tip number one is finding a routine. and I'm very passionate about this. I think that when you get into a routine of school of work or what your life consists of, you become a lot more organized and things just get better. Like life becomes easier because everything is set in stone with, a certain place, a certain time, everything. But I'm careful not to take this to heart because most times I made a routine that was never going to work for me. And I mean that you have to be realistic in the sense that if you're a morning person, you're a morning person. And if you're not, then you're not. But don't force yourself to wake up so incredibly early in the morning if that's just not who you are. So, I like to be realistic and determine what works for me specifically because I hate following a routine that is miserable for me to follow. It makes life less enjoyable. So, for me, I love early mornings. So, I based my routine off of that and I tried to figure out what I could get done in the morning, what was easier for me to get done. And then I would go to work, I would come home, and et cetera, et cetera. So currently my routine is a 4 a.m. wake up, which happens Sunday through Friday, and then Saturday I sleep the crap in, because I just, that's what happens. Like, it's it's mandatory. And after that, I read my Bible, I work out, and then I do some stuff for the real life girl, and then I work a 9 to 5 corporate job, so... Then I go into my work office, I come home, make dinner, and then do school. That routine alone was hard for me to figure out and it took several months for me to get everything set in stone. I used to wake up extra early to do school, but I realized that I was rushing through a lot and I felt like I didn't have too much time. What helps me through a majority of it is coffee. I'm trying, like really trying to limit myself to one cup a day, but it's so good. And also my work office, like we have a Starbucks machine, so I will literally get like two to three coffees every day. I do believe in pushing yourself in going past your limits and doing the uncomfortable because life becomes more comfortable, but I don't believe in making yourself do something that you just cannot do. If you just cannot stick to a a 4am, 5am, even 8am workout, then don't. I think you have to be realistic in the sense that you know you, you're probably the only person that knows you that well, so you know what you're comfortable with, what you're not comfortable with, and what limit you can go past to. But having a routine that's completely customized to you is much more helpful than having a routine that you feel like a slave to because it's so miserable and it's really early or whatever it is. I always search up like routines on TikTok, like my 5 a.m., 6 a.m. routine to get some insight and inspiration, but I always make it still customized to me, so... I like getting inspiration here and there. Sometimes I'll even ask my friends, like, what time do you wake up? Or what time do you do X, Y, Z? And that helps me get a better grip of things. But I always make sure to incorporate, you know, is this something that I can do? Is this something that's realistic? You know, depending on the person that I am. Finding a routine really helps you to be more confident because you're not always wondering what's next when you're going to do certain things. I know for me, like, and this is me specifically, this is me being realistic, is that working out in the morning is better for me because i i'm not gonna work out at 5 p.m after i'm done with work and i'm tired like i I did one week of that where i tried to work out at like you know 5 p.m 6 p.m and it never happened because i just it's not for me i personally love starting my day already have read my bible already have worked out and i feel more ready from there I would go to work and then I would make dinner then I would do school so I always kind of knew what was up I always kind of knew what was next on like my daily like itinerary that helped boost my confidence because I had more confidence in my time management skills meaning that I was more confident in making like scheduled events like hanging out with friends or a hair appointment because I knew my routine already so I knew what was going to work for me I knew what didn't work for me and then I kind of just went off that and it blended very well with my life as well, which made me a better person. Like I kind of hate being so disordered in the sense that like I don't get the things that I want to get done, done. So a routine helped me boost my confidence in so many ways, you know, in my corporate job, in my personal life, my friends, my family, and it just, it helped me so much. So it's by far my number one tip. My tip number two is reducing screen time and this I think is more, it falls into like a boundary realm, but just hear me out because I do think it's a significant point. Um, Like, okay, I, if you follow me on Instagram, I just post like a lot of photos like, you know, from my life and all these things and even now I am trying to restrict my screen time on social media to at least like two hours a day because I'm now becoming aware of like how many like unnecessary things I would post like I love to post cute little photos of my coffee but is that something everybody needs to see every day like probably not it's much more easier to stalk people on social media and get to a place where you're comparing like your aesthetic to them your life to them like everybody says like you know it's all basically a highlight reel I remember doing this thing where I wanted to buy this like bright pink outfit and a little context is like I don't really like bright colors. I love neutrals and, you know, I love blacks. I love gold or, you know, a faded version of gold. I like white, black. I already said black, but you you get the picture. So monochromatic tones are just my jam. They're my thing. But I wanted to buy this outfit because I just thought it was so cute and like it was just for, you know, a special little like party occasion and like whatever. So long story short, I was like really debating it just because it didn't fit my color scheme. So then I proceeded to go on like Instagram, on TikTok and find people who wore bright pink outfits and be like, okay, if they wore it, then that means that I should wear it. And little by little, I was slowly building a very strong need from validation from other people. And it led me down such a dark road because I got to a point where I couldn't do certain things without seeing that other people did them. I think this also go goes with a point of like, there's a garbage truck going by my neighborhood right now and I don't want to talk during it, but here I am. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, do y'all hear that? oh my gosh but I think this goes at the point that a lot of us aren't comfortable doing things on our own and you'll hear me say that and be like what do you mean like yes I am but like honestly no we're not like I was so used to growing up and like doing everything with my friends like we would go to the fair together we would hang out together we would you know do this and xyz together all together in groups or you know in pairs like whatever even in school like school projects assignments like whatever and as we get older we're so used to being with other people in like school work settings like occasions to the point where like we're so uncomfortable even like not confident in doing things on our own and this goes with everything this goes with like even trends like styles anything like that and so I realized that this fed into my need of like wanting to seek validation from like so many other people for the simplest things for example I feel like I express myself through my hair whether that's like the style that it's in the color whatever it is but that's always how I've been So I went to my hairstylist. I wanted to do like a caramel balayage, like whatever it was. And I like immediately started second, was it second doubting? I think so. Like, I don't know, but I started doubting myself and I started to just think like, man, nobody else has this hair color. Nobody else is like doing this thing. And I never got it. So this week I'm going again to get a caramel balayage because I never got it at first because I let like just my internal like thoughts get to me and like you know basically make me think myself out of something that I had honestly been wanting to do all because I wasn't really comfortable with doing things on my own. It's just something you have to get comfortable with like in work you're going to have discussions that you don't agree with and other people are like on the other side and you're kind of like the lone wolf the same thing in school you know um and i'm still trying to get to a place where like i am comfortable like following trends that i like to do just because i like to do it you know so i think again like this is something that's so huge in women because we're emotional creatures and we're just so used to wanting to like you know do things with our girlfriends or whatever and that's not a bad desire. But we get so accustomed to it that we just can't do things on our own. Reducing my screen time genuinely reduced the need that I had to like post absolutely everything that was going on in my life. I do share a big part of my life on social media by my choice just because it's something that I'm happy doing. I love being on, you know, IG stories, TikToks, like whatever it is, just because that's my passion. I've always loved social media. But I mean, I've been even trying to coach myself now being like, Bianca, maybe you don't need to talk about this because maybe you want it to stay private. And there have definitely been things I have shared about that I'm like, man, I wish, you know, I would have just let myself keep that, you know, to the parties involved or just myself. So I always, you know, I know that now I'm not like obliged, like you're never it's never your like responsibility to like share your life absolutely every aspect on it on social media because like real talk like I love the empire that I've built with the real life girl I love the audience that I've built the community that surrounds me but there are things that I do keep to myself just because I know that you know I, I don't need to feel like it's my responsibility to talk about xyz so i think reducing my screen time took away that desire to share absolutely everything do i still try my best to share you know as much as i can of course but i mean i love just kind of having little things that are private because you know again nobody is uh like obligated to share their you know personal life um but when i do i always try to make sure to like set boundaries and i mean screen time has done an amazing job of doing that Tip number three is better friends and I have made several episodes on how to have good friendships, how to have long lasting friendships and I've realized that even after listening to my own advice that I love having like a small number of friends and I mean like you could know so many people in your life but there are maybe only four or five people that I feel like I I will trust with my life. And, you know, I'm also a huge family girl. So a lot of my family, like I think of like my best friends as well, because like, you know, I just, I love being around my family and they mean a lot to me. Um, But really now I only have like four or five friends that I, you know, if I was going through something really hard in life that like I would tell them about it just because I never, I've never seen the value in having best friends upon best friends upon best friends. Like it, to me it's useless i i'm not against knowing a lot of people because i feel like you know with my job as well um i specialize in like social media marketing and networking so i do know a lot of people but when it comes to like my trust people who i trust with my life like absolutely i'll you know it's only four or five people and you know also i just i with my family as well i feel like we also have that trust my family's not included in that i'm talking about like actual companions but um yeah, so when I was like so younger, does that, I just said that and that didn't make sense. When I was so much younger, um, I always wanted to have like 12 million friend groups that I was in and girlfriends and all these things. And I quickly saw the effect of like just having a lot of people that you were trying to like get on bestie status with. And I don't know if anybody else has this like intuition or this wisdom or insight but I've like been around friends who they would be like oh my gosh yes this person is so amazing like they're such a sweetheart they're you know they're just awesome and like they would tell me about them I would meet them and like I just be like no they're not like I just always felt like I had that intuition of like everybody's saying that this person is so awesome and I just I feel like I see right through them and that also I I saw that in my own friendships I'm like man I don't even like being friends with this person and um about a year ago I was like I don't okay I was good friends with this one girl but She was very passive aggressive and what I mean by that is like it was just it was a lot of like backhanded comments backhanded like compliments and all these things and I just felt so put down by her and I just I never felt confident in like how I looked um just for like context I have always been a curvy girl that's always who I've been and I've never you know been ashamed of that until I was around people that made me feel bad for it. And so every time, like, I had this really bad habit of, like, every time I would walk and I was always insecure about my arm. So I would bend my arm just so that, you know, like, people wouldn't see my arm. And I had friends who would be like, oh, my gosh, why do you do that? And blah, 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 blah. And so it was just, like, these loser people that would, like, always, like, just point these things out about me. And I was never insecure about them until they were actually pointed out. So, I mean, now I love my friends i love my friends so much i love my mentor i love my family i love just like everybody that's around me and of course i deal with annoying people from time to time but i just love like surrounding myself with people who make me feel good about myself who like compliment me who check in on me and all these things because i love having like deep and meaningful friendships i cherish them i take them very seriously and you know I always try to like let my friends know like y'all I am here for you like just let me know if you need absolutely anything and like I will like be here for you because you know I love my friends I love you know everybody so I think just having better friends if you're not happy with the people that are around you and you just feel like a resentment toward them like it's it's time to find new friends um I think you know that really did help me feel better about myself and once I was around like women who didn't like pick themselves apart in the mirror and say like I'm so ugly I'm so fat but then I like started being around women who were like oh my gosh I look gorgeous today I like started talking about myself like that and yeah like the people who you're who you are around they rub off on you whether that's a positive or negative vibe so just protect your peace and like genuinely keep those friends those good friends around you close and you know If your friends don't fit that criteria, it's definitely time to find new friends. Tip number four is consistent workouts and incorporating consistent workouts into your routine. And this goes back to developing a good routine. I think that when you take a look at your life from like an outside point of view, just list out all of your obligations, whether that's you go to school from seven to three or eight to three and then you have work or then you have like an extracurricular I think that when you look at the activities that you are responsible for or that you have an obligation to take a look at that and carve out time to where you can genuinely like decompress by working out um I think working out has definitely reduced my stress levels by a ton and working out in the morning is the best time for me personally but that may not be your case so I always just like to look at like Just the activities that take up, like, you know, multiple chunks of, like, time in my day. And from there, I determine, like, consistent workouts. And as far as workout programs, I use the Sweat app by Kayla It Signs, which I'll link down below. It is about $20 a month. I feel like I'm at, I'm not a beginner in fitness, but I feel like I'm at an intermediate level but i didn't feel skilled enough to like plan my own workouts um i do have friends who are like in the fitness industry and so we always talk fitness we always talk health and you know long story short i'm a hypochondriac so um but yeah so when i when it comes to like working out or anything like that i always try to stay super super consistent and part of that is like actually finding a balance as well so i don't want to work out and work out just my legs because you know, you have other parts of your body. So I always try to incorporate a list day, a rest day, um, cardio day, leg day, whatever it is. And that just helps me, it keeps me on my grind and it keeps me super energized. Like right now it's 7 a.m. and I'm feeling like, you know, kind of slump. So I got my coffee, you know, next to me. And again, that's what keeps me going. Um, But I do think working out genuinely changed my life. And I also love the way my body feels when I work out. I started my fitness journey about like two and a half years ago and it was hard starting. It really was um, just because I I didn't know like why I needed to work out. Like I didn't see the the value in it or anything. Um, so I started with the Caroline Gervon workout programs. They're on YouTube for free and I love that. That was like absolutely perfect when, you know, I was a beginner and, you know, does all these things. But um, now I think that I'm at a good level where I can kind of plan on different days, but I I don't feel confident enough in like planning my workouts, but I definitely do want to get to, you know, that point. So that's genuinely what has helped me a ton. It's helped me feel so much better, look so much better. Um, In my past, I have struggled to lose weight and that's just, that's a reality that I've had to face, but I feel like working out consistently has helped me lose inches and like I definitely look better now than I did three years ago, which is insane. So working out just, I mean, it speaks for itself. So I would just recommend trying it. And I mean, even if you're um, struggling to like make it to the gym or discipline yourself enough to work out, then get a personal trainer or just like book a workout class, whether that's at like Orange Theory or like a Pilates class, because it gives you a sense of responsibility that you have to show up to a class you paid for or somebody else paid for. So like it gets you out of bed, it gets you started for the day and long story short, just work out and I think really being consistent, it does improve absolutely every area in your life. I started feeling better in the clothes that I was wearing, I started sizing down, sometimes I sized up, Um, but that's just how it was, you know, your body changes and I think it's so important to aid your body in the process of changing. Number five is finding something that you love. And this can be a hobby. This can be a kind of food or a drink. Personally, I just love social media. I love like analytics. I'm obsessed with analytics. I love like learning about like websites. And I think I just like digital information technology. Um, I took a class in high school with that. And I, I never finished it, but it was it was a good class. It definitely was. Um, and social media has always interested me. I, I have always loved being able to like learn the algorithm I know with um my corporate job that one of my like first big assignments was like learning the Facebook algorithm and the Instagram algorithm and what pushed and what people liked and didn't like and it was so interesting like I learned so many things that you know I wouldn't have ever learned and I think also maybe like taking like a social media workshop social media class Um, is also really helpful and talking to people that are succeeding in the hobby or like thing that you love so that has always really helped me and it like it gives me a sense of like oh this is something that I love and it's like a purpose in a way Um, and so doing something that I love it also made me more happy more joyful more like grateful and I mean come on y'all I'm always in it for a good attitude so I was just able to go in and like actually do something that I love and I also built like a lot of connections this way um I mean there have been so many friends that I have made on social media alone that like I have you know started to meet in person or maybe I haven't I think there are a few friends I have on social media that I've not met in person yet but I never say never because life is crazy and you know God's plan is funny But um, yeah, so after I found out what I truly liked, I just started to become more joyful, build more connections. And so whatever that is, whether it's like a little hobby or I mean, I've I've bonded with friends over coffee because it's my favorite drink besides water. And so like it's just something that I love and it's so simple. But like, I mean, it just it truly does help in everyday life. my last tip tip number six is finding clothes you feel comfortable in and I think for a long time and I I've never received like an official diagnosis or like opinion on this but I think I did suffer from like body dysmorphia um just because like I was always so focused on like my weight and like the numbers that I genuinely thought that I was a size that I wasn't and as a result of that, I would buy like smaller like clothes that were like one size, two sizes, too small. And I would feel so uncomfortable in like a shirt that like literally was like sticking to my body. Like that is how I felt. And so for a long time, I didn't know how to shop for myself. And, you know, I I love like, again, I love neutral colors. I love certain color schemes. And that's also a big thing. I genuinely feel like they don't make a lot of, cute clothes in plus size sizes we've gotten better at that but like when I go to like Ross I'm disappointed sometimes and I love Ross and I just I'm not I don't see a lot of cute little plus size clothes but I do see you know cute clothes in like extra small small medium large so I like y'all should I is this my sign to make a plus size clothing line I think it is I don't know. I'll look. I'll I'll look into it for sure. Um, but yeah. So I didn't know how to dress myself for a long time. I was in a season where like I just had to borrow clothes from my mom, which I still do. I still very much do because she has great style. But um, yeah. So once I I had to come to a point where like I just accepted the size that I was, like in in leggings I'm a one to a two X, and then in shirts I'm a one X. But for a long time, I didn't want to say it because I'm like, man, that's so embarrassing. Like, I remember, like, in middle school, we wanted to order, like, class shirts, like, my teacher. And so she's, like, asking everybody their size out loud. And I never, I like, you best believe I was not going to say 1XL in front of everybody. So I was like, I'm a large, so long story short, y'all. I got a shirt that literally, like, it was so embarrassing. Like, had I just said I was a 1XL like i it would have been so much better and i would have actually looked cute but i was so uncomfortable in it and i didn't feel cute in it and it showed like that was actually i think that was a field day so y'all it was and it, and it was wet like come on so i always now i try to just i'm not even going to waste my time looking in the normal sizes i'm just not because i've come to terms with the fact that I'm just never going to be and feel comfortable or confident in wearing clothes that are too small or too big on me. So I just, I'll go straight to like the plus sizes. And I mean, I don't even care that I am looking in the plus size aisle. Cause like, who even cares about like a clothing label? Like what? Like, come on. I think we've come a very long way from that. Um, so I, I think being realistic with that and also like maybe finding friends who are the same like body size as you, who can like also give you clothing tips For example, like one curvy girl problem is like chub rub or like thigh chafing, whatever you want to call it. So I just, that's a problem I struggled with for years, but I didn't know how to bring it up to somebody like, hey, what do you do when you have chub rub? And it wasn't until I started getting around like full figured women or like women that like were my size and they're like, oh my gosh, I use XYZ, which if you do have chub rub deodorant between your legs or like wherever your thighs are going to touch, that is so powerful. And I swear I feel so much, it's my secret actually, I use it almost every day. And that's what helped me get through like just certain clothing obstacles that I wouldn't have gotten through had I not told anybody. So understanding your size and finding clothes that not only fit you but you feel comfortable and confident in definitely boost your confidence by like a whole mile those are my tips on boosting your confidence. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode just because I just, I love talking about being your best self. And I think confidence is a huge part in that. Um, And so, yeah, these are my tips that I've used to genuinely just like bounce back. And I mean, they've worked a ton. All my social medias are linked down below. And with that being said, I will see y'all in the next episode.